Our bodies change so much after kids. Looking for inspiration on how to get that wardrobe back to give you confidence so you can thrive. Check out this week's episode of the Working Mama podcast. Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real world tips, tricks and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Well, hey there, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. I hope wherever you are listening from, uh, you are going all right. And so I'm actually going to do a check in and ask, are you okay? There's a lot going on as I record this and editing this episode. Melbourne's about to go into lockdown 5.0. Sydney's in lockdown and there's just lots going on in the world. So Wherever you are, I'm thinking of you, Mama. I know you're probably doing it tough. So take some time for you and really look after yourself. Now, on the topic of self-care, this week's episode is all about you, Mama. Your personal style, how you want to dress, how you want to look. And it's amazing how much clothes give confidence to us. Because when we're looking good and we're feeling good confidence just oozes off us. This week, I am speaking with personal stylist Camry Hill, who is the mum of three, wife, and as I already said, a personal stylist. She's been in the fashion industry for over 10 years and has been running Camry Hill Styling for four years now. She's about to run a masterclass like challenge in the next couple of weeks, so be sure to go to her website, camryhillstyling.com. She's massively passionate about helping women become confident in themselves from the inside out. And as a personal stylist, she loves to show women the best clothes to suit them. But it goes deeper than that for her. She shows women the importance of believing that that they are worthy of time, love and effort it takes to show up and represent themselves to the world at their most confident. I had a great chat with Camry talking all things styling and redoing uh, wardrobes after children and finding that identity again and that confidence uh, to really determine who you are and you know helping you thrive and knowing your personal body style and there's so much that we could have spoken about It's already a jam-packed episode, so I really hope that you are able to get some really good takeaways. Uh, There's also the download to her personal styling checklist in the show notes. As always, have a great day, mamas, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, Camry. Welcome to the Working Mama podcast. How's your day going so far? Yeah, really good. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we were just speaking before this, but we're in a little... They're calling it a mini lockdown at the moment. So I've sort of just survived the day with my three kids home on school holidays. <laughs> Doing well to be here, to be honest. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, as someone from Melbourne who's been through now four lockdowns officially, uh, yeah, well done and best of luck to you. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll get the party started. How would you best describe yourself? Oh, this question's so interesting because there's so many things that you could like talk about yourself. But I guess the best sort of short snippet version of myself would be I am a mom of three, as I just mentioned. So I've got an eight-year-old, a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So they keep me extremely busy. I'm married and my husband's the Australian guy. So I am originally from a small town, America, a little state called Wyoming. And he brought me over here after we met in America. And I've been living in Australia for nearly 10 years now. So I always joke that I call myself like an Oz-American because I'm (laughs) a dual citizen. (laughs) And I'm a personal stylist. So I help women curate wardrobes that they love to wear every single day. And I do that through one-on-one services in person, but I also have an online membership that I work with women as well. So sort of a short snippet of myself. Oh, I can't wait to actually get into the chat because I know when I've actually spoken to some friends about uh, this podcast and other people, it's it's always the mum wardrobe and what do we wear between the, the work life and the mum life. I really can't wait to, till we get into this uh, conversation. I think it's going to be really valuable for everyone. So 
what's been your pathway to get where you are now as a stylist? Because I know it's something we're like, how would you get into that if it was something that you're interested in? Yeah, I actually just, it was probably a few months ago, I, I did like an impromptu live on Instagram and told sort of my story of how I got to where I am now. And it's funny because you don't really reflect on your career path until you really like really think about it. And it, it, it is pretty interesting because I don't think that I would have thought where, to be where I am now when I was a teenager. I was always interested in fashion. That was my thing. It was something that I, I loved to do, especially growing up in a small town. I loved to stand out and love to use fashion as a point of difference for myself. And I was quite like skinny and thin. And a lot of people would always comment on how small I was all the time. And I used fashion as a big distraction of that. So when I decided to wear clothes that made me look and feel good about myself, I found that people stopped commenting on how skinny I was or how little I was. Um, So I used fashion as sort of a distraction uh, mechanism. (laughs) But yeah, I went to fashion school. So in America, I went after I graduated high school, I went into um, fashion school, um, which was like a college over there. And then shortly after that, I met my husband and I moved to Australia. And shortly after that, we ended up having a baby and we got married and sort of just went into this, you know, like totally different pathway of life than I thought I would be on I wanted to you know get into fashion and get into magazines like I wanted to have that high level fashion career was what my goal was to get to but life definitely got in the way and at the time I was like you know how how am I going to do this and anyway a few babies later I just decided you know I want to get back into the workforce but I don't want to give up my time with my kids at home. So I'm going to get back into fashion, but I started looking into personal styling. So I got certified and I just started my career, uh, my own personal styling business, Camry Hill Styling, which is now four years old. And I've just kind of taken it down my own pathway. And I found that through everything that I had gone through as becoming a very young mom at a time that I wasn't ready I ended up on this sort of career path of helping other moms with their wardrobes. And it just really fell into place that I didn't really necessarily know I needed to be. (laughs) And I'm sort of here now and my ideal client avatar are moms and working moms. And I just love helping them (laughs) because I've been through that stage of life myself. So that's sort of kind of how I ended up where I am now. Oh, that's so exciting. And that's exactly the audience. A lot of you listeners out there at the moment would be a working mum, uh, given that it is the Working Mama podcast. So that's why I really wanted to speak with you today because, as I said earlier, that that wardrobe and is what you were saying, it's it can be quite challenging. And we go through such an identity shift as well when we have kids. Uh, I know personally before I had ki- kids, I was like, yep, I'll have the Q wardrobe and I could afford that. Now, I don't think I've worn some of those clothes in the last four years since I've had kids because yeah. I just haven't needed to. And also we've been in lockdown with COVID. so <laughs> That doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help when I don't get to wear some of my nice clothes. But it, clothes really do form part of our identity as, as, a, as a new mum not only on maternity leave, and then also you're returning back into the workforce, isn't it? Yeah, it's our clothes are more of our identity than what I think most people realize. And it's something that I talk about with a lot of people. And just also explaining the fact that why are clothes so important? Because a lot of people get hung up on like, oh, it doesn't really matter that much. Or, you know, they don't understand how much it actually affects them. But what you were saying about the identity shift, it is a huge identity shift when you become a mom because your body changes, your lifestyle changes, you don't have time to get up and get ready in the morning. Everything has to become quicker and easier. And that's where I love to just help simplify it for moms, like just make it so much easier for yourself. Don't try to 
you know, fit into the jeans that you wore before you had children, or don't try to force yourself back into that identity of who you were prior to kids. Because I think that we are better after we have kids. Like, I just think you just become such a better person overall because you are so selfless and it's something to really be proud of. I don't think that it's um, necessarily something that you should be chasing to become that person that you were prior. But yeah, what we put on our bodies every single day is so important. It represents who you are and it not only is important for what people see you as, but it's more important that people Um, see you feel confident within yourself and that's where clothes just come into such an important role in your life is because you know what you put on is really how you're going to feel every single day and oftentimes we put that on the back burner when we become become moms because we don't have time for it anymore and what is it about clothes that sometimes you wear those outfits that you just know that you feel a million dollars and you feel so confident in. What is it that are about clothes that gives you that confidence? Good question, actually. I would just say that just coming from the point of view of being a mom, it's probably just putting the time into yourself again. Like when you actually take the time to put together an outfit that is maybe a little bit trendy or something that just feels really nice instead of just throwing on whatever is like easiest. I think it's really about more of like an internal boost of confidence that you give yourself because you're like, I'm important. I, I deserve that time that it takes to have that more of a thought out outfit. It like, that's what I think it is. It's more of like an internal thing than necessarily an an external thing of course it's nice to put something on and and look at yourself in the mirror and think like oh my gosh I look amazing which 99% of women that I work with don't think that about themselves which is devastating to me because we should feel that way but we don't because we just don't you know take that time for ourselves so it's really more about that self-care factor of, you know, really just putting time back into yourself. Um, And then there's little things that, you know, maybe it's the cut of a top or the color of the dress that you're wearing, like those little small things. If you identify those things in your wardrobe and try to replicate that is a really good way to start getting more things into your wardrobe that you actually like to wear is if you identify like, oh, this dress makes me feel really good. Okay. Maybe it's because it's an A-line, you know, V-neck cut, or maybe it's in this beautiful, vibrant color that brings out your eyes, like whatever those small little things are, it can be really good to pay attention to those things because then you can buy things that are similar and then you feel a lot better in what you're wearing. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And you mentioned earlier about simplifying your wardrobe, particularly as a mum. How can we go about that of of simplifying it? Or even after kids going, I know sometimes I'm like, what am I going to wear? Because I've got this new identity. What are, how can we go through that process? The main, yeah, it's a hard one. I think you really have to look into, there's a few things one of the main things is understanding and learning how to dress for your specific body shape because oftentimes more than not our body shapes change dramatically after having children so that's probably the first step and something that i teach often like it's probably the number one question that i get asked by all clients and all um people just you know my audience on Instagram and stuff is how do I dress for this shape or this shape? So learning how to dress for your body shape is super important. Um, And then just figuring out your own personal style. Like what do you like to wear? What makes you feel good? Like so many women just duck off to the shops when they don't have much time and just buy something for the sake of it or put something on because it's all they've got, but they don't have any real feeling when they get dressed. So your style personality really comes down to, you know, exactly how you want to represent yourself and how you want to feel that sort of point of difference. And it can be really easy and simplistic, like minimalism in itself is a 
personal style. So if you want to be super minimal and simplistic, then let that be your vibe. So it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It can really be very easy. And then the third thing that I would say is probably the most important after those two would be to figure out your basics. So just really starting on getting really good basics inside your wardrobe and good quality basics is something that's going to help give you a good foundation of your wardrobe before you build on top of it. Because a lot of times I go into clients' wardrobes and they just don't even have those simplistic basics that you really need to make a wardrobe work. So, you know, something as simple as a basic white t-shirt in a good quality fabric that you're going to be able to wear with multiple items in your wardrobe. Sometimes people just don't have that because they don't really think to buy it. But then when they do have it, they're like, oh, this is like filling a gap in my wardrobe that I didn't even realize I had. So basics are really, really important as well. Oh, that's such a, a useful uh, response. Just quickly, if you don't know how to identify your body shape, how do you go about doing that? <laughs> well, um, I'll plug myself just for a second because something that I do with all women on a, on a larger platform is I hold a challenge, a three-day challenge. It's called the Body Confidence Style Challenge. And I teach women how to measure themselves and how to identify their body shapes. You can go and Google it and try to find the answers, but that's where it can get really complicated and you'll get a million different answers and you'll go, oh my gosh, I think I'm an hourglass. No way. I think I'm a pear shape. Like it's, it gets very overwhelming. So I like to make it really, really simple and easy to achieve or you can reach out to a personal stylist. There are tons and tons of us out there. And one of the major things that we are trained on is how to help women dress for their shapes specifically. So it's definitely something that I recommend you get help on because if you do try to do it yourself, it can get a little bit overwhelming and a little bit, it's hard for women to look at their own body shapes. It's it's a very confronting and hard topic because oftentimes we're not happy with what we see in the mirror. And I try to encourage you to be happy with what you see in the mirror. So that's why I actually call it the body confidence style challenge, because it's way more than just being, it's way more than just identifying your body shape. It's, there's a whole other aspect of it when it comes to actually being happy with what you see in the mirror every day, because that's top priority for me. Because I guess this really comes back to as well. You get some clothes that just look terrible on you because it's your body shape and it's, you know, as you've changed, maybe with a mum, you may be a little bit curvier than what you used to be. So maybe those tighter dresses just don't look as good. But then if you wear something even maybe just from the bus down, that's a little bit free-flowing, it's actually going to look amazing on you um, in that. So really dressing for your body shape and how it's also changed as a mum can also really impact your confidence as well. Absolutely. Because I hear so many women going, oh, I just want to be able to wear what I wore before having kids. And it's like, but your body's not the same. (laughs) It's not the same as what it was before. And that's totally okay. And that's something you actually should be proud of. Like you carried a child and you birthed a child. Like it should be something to be really, really proud of. And it really is once you identify your body shape and actually know what works for you, it just makes life so much easier. It makes life so much simpler because that frustration of women who go into shops and buy something, or maybe they go into the shops and they try something on. Most of us moms don't even try stuff on. No. We, don't, we, we don't even have time. Maybe you go in and you put something on. And the first thing most women do is blame themselves. Well, it's my, my body's fault that this doesn't look good, or it's my fault that I don't fit in this. It's, it's so quick for women to blame themselves, which is sad because number one, it's not your fault that not all sizes and brands and, you know, stores are all alike. Their, their sizing is all over the map. And number two, it's not 
also your fault that sometimes you're just putting on the wrong thing. You're choosing the wrong thing for yourself, but you don't understand that it's not the right thing for you. So it becomes very life-changing for women when they find the right things that work for them. And then they just eliminate the stuff that doesn't work for them. And it makes shopping easier. It makes getting dressed easier every single day. It just, it honestly is such an important topic. And you mentioned before about your style personality. What are they? It's something new to me as well about hearing this terminology. Well, it's very individual, but something that I teach a lot of my members is creating your own style personality. So, you know, you've got your basic style, personal style, like bohemian, you know, you've got your really ultra feminine, you can have your edgy, like there's all those sort of like words that you could say that you are, but it's really about looking into what works for not only you, but how you want to represent yourself. And another really important aspect of the whole entire style personality is understanding what works for your lifestyle. And I think that that is where moms get really hung up because they're like, they have this wardrobe full of clothes that worked for them before they become moms. And they, that doesn't work for them anymore. So they don't quite have a reason to wear those clothes anymore. Or maybe you now work from home and you don't have an office to go into and wear that corporate dress. So it's really about identifying what works not only for your lifestyle, but also really what represents you and where you're at in your life and how you want to represent yourself. Um, And the best way that you can start to do that is simply going onto Pinterest. I love Pinterest. There are so many outfit ideas on there and just browsing, just starting to browse and starting to save photos of outfits and images of clothes that you are naturally drawn to. So just things that look pretty and you would go, oh, I love to look like that. Or I'd love to be able to put together an outfit like that just start saving them. And after some time, when you look back onto the images that you have saved, you will start to see, well, I would hope so, but you should start to see some recurring themes in there. So you should start to see a lot of like similar colors. You should see maybe a different cuts in a dress or a top or a style of pant. And you will start to see a bit of a theme going. So whether that is maybe something a bit more bohemian, maybe it's something really minimal, like whatever it is, and just start to identify little words that come to your mind when you're looking at all those images, that will start to be who you can start representing yourself as or kind of give that like title to yourself as your style personality. So there's really so much more than just, I guess, the material aspect, literally, of material that you're wearing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of clothes, but there's so much more internal work, uh, definitely around mindset shift and identity about who you want to be from an external perspective, but also doing a lot of work internally in yourself. Absolutely. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I say this a lot as well, that if I wasn't a personal stylist, I'd probably be like a counselor. That was always something as a kid that I would get told by my teachers, like was really good at helping people verbalize their emotions. And, you know, I'm just so interested in how people feel from an internal level. And you have to be that when you're a personal stylist, because it's a very vulnerable and very hard topic for women to express themselves and showing who you are through your clothes a hundred percent comes from the inside. And as women, we're just really hard on ourselves. We're really, really hard on ourselves. And that lack of confidence is a huge issue. It's a massive issue and something that I am so determined to try to change for our generation of kids coming up. I want to see my daughter just have that internal and external confidence without feeling guilty for one second about it because it is so important for us to show our kids that it is okay to look in the mirror at whatever size and whatever shape 
you are and just be proud of yourself. Uh, especially as moms, like we, we go through so much to have children and it is something to be so incredibly proud of. So it's definitely, um, really important internal work. Like you said, it's it a hundred percent. It almost comes probably more from within than it does outside. Yeah. And it's certainly sounding like that. Yeah. And so you talked as well around the basics about having a basics in a wardrobe. Yeah. What is some of these staples that we often hear the terms about? Yeah. I have a really good checklist for this actually, which is a freebie on my website. So you can, if anyone wants to go download it, they can. Highly recommend Um, it. Just to preface or go back to when I mentioned about making sure that your life or that your wardrobe reflects your lifestyle. It's really important to remember this before. So you could go download this basics that I uh, list that I have on my website. But it's really important to understand that you don't need every single basic on that list. It needs to be what works best for you and what you actually need. So for example, you know, really good basic pair of heels. If you never wear heels, and you don't have any really reason to, then you probably don't need that in your wardrobe. Or if you don't wear dresses, then a classic black dress is probably not something that you need. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of have to remember that before just going out and buying all the basics and then they're all sitting there and you're going, well, I don't really need these few pieces. So really looking at your lifestyle and understanding what you need right now is really important. But things like a good pair of denim jeans like a good fitting and when I say good I mean like a good fitting pair that feel nice and they're comfortable and you actually want to wear them not something that you throw on and you feel crap in (laughs) Um, uh, a really good basic uh, t-shirts are also something really really important denim jackets are a basic in my wardrobe they may not be for everyone a uh, classic black dress. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. There's quite a few. Um, a good blazer will never, ever hurt anyone. I love a good blazer. But again, you know, it just really comes down to your lifestyle and what you need. But basics are just those pieces that you will be able to wear for years and years to come. You can get them in better quality and you will be able to mix and match them throughout your wardrobe effortlessly that's the main aim and that's the reason why they are so important is that they will just give your whole entire wardrobe that foundation so that you can easily mix and match outfits with whatever pieces are in there not just your basics so they really give you that foundation to be able to just build a wardrobe that's really successful and I always call it the foundation because it really does set up the whole entire wardrobe for success. There's so many tangents I know that we could really get into, but I know. There's, so many, there's only a limited amount of time. So there's so many questions I'd love to ask just off the back of that one. But as you've said about getting the foundation of your wardrobe, what happens after kids, your body shape's changed. You're also going, look, I may not be working, obviously working in the office, maybe not five days a week, COVID. I'm not even really going into the office all that much at the moment how can we transform our wardrobe or restart it in our post kids life? Cause sometimes I even, a, I know a friend of mine recently, she was returning back to work and going, ah, uh, my body's changed so much. I actually don't know, have any clothes to really wear or I don't like anymore. And I know that feeling is something that a lot of people experience as well. I even experienced it when I went back to mat leave last time. I was like, what do I used to wear to work? I've got no idea. Yeah. Um, And it can be quite a bit of a confidence hit because you're like, oh, what have I worn? Don't fit it. But then also you don't want to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this new wardrobe because with kids, of course, you don't have that extra excess money. So yeah, what can we do? Yeah, it's a really tricky one. And something that it it does require a bit of patience because I don't ever recommend just going out and buying like a full entire wardrobe in a day. Because oftentimes you can end up with things that you don't need or don't work well for you. 
So really starting to understand what works best for your shape is going to be most important. So you're finding things that start to fit your new body. And then just starting with those really simple, easy pieces. So those really great basics are going to be where you want to start off so that you can just, it eliminates that stress for you. So you have those really good key pieces and you can mix and match them easily so that you can create quite a few different outfits out of minimal amounts of like not having a heap of pieces. You can mix and match them quite easily and make a lot of outfits out of just a few. So I would, that's where I would start in really just focusing on getting just a few pieces that make you feel good instead of running out and buying 10 pieces that, you know, are a bit cheaper and are going to, you know, only last you maybe a year. So maybe you reduce that to five pieces, spend a little bit more money, which sometimes people have a hard time on and buy quality pieces that are going to fit you well and make you feel good. And then just as time goes on, build upon those pieces and see what works well for you. So you can kind of experiment and it really comes down to prioritizing the time for it because, you know, it's something that we put on the back burner because it feels like, well, clothes aren't that important when I've got kids and a husband and a household and, you know, work and 10 million other things happening all the time. We don't put that time aside for ourselves. So it's really important that you actually do. So something that I recommend to clients and my members often is that they set aside at least one shopping day during the season and just one where you go and spend a few hours at a shop, take a girlfriend with you, make a day of it, leave the kids at home, make it a self-care day for yourself where you go in and you intentionally buy a few things for yourself because we find ourselves just rushing in, buying things that we don't need and then ending up with all these clothes in our wardrobe that just don't work for us because we're in that constant rush or we're not, you know, sort of quickly flipping through our phones, online shopping, buying something because it's on sale. There's so many issues when it comes to the buying habits that end up damaging your wardrobe. So if you can be a lot more intentional about what you buy and setting aside that time, you will probably find it a lot more enjoyable than what you actually think. So on that, rather, and I know that I'm also a sucker for, um, oh, it's on sale, I'll buy it. So when you talk about intentional shopping, it's very much then thinking about what's my current wardrobe, what do I need, and how can I work this in with a few different outfits? Yeah, yeah. Intentional shopping is, again, just, I could go on so many topics. (laughs) Intentional shopping is a game changer. It is such a game changer. I was just having, I had a virtual meeting with one of my clients who's based in America and um, she was a shopaholic prior to that, prior to us working together. She would just shop all the time. She just loved to buy new clothes, but she had all these clothes and nothing to wear. And I have really scaled her back to be super intentional because she's identified what works for her body shape. She knows her personal style now, like she knows all of these key factors that we have talked about. And she's so intentional about what she buys now. And she always jokes with me. She always says, oh, my husband's so grateful for you. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's like one of the best compliments, you know, because I think a misconception is that some people think that personal stylist would encourage you to just go and buy and buy and buy. But for me, it's really about teaching women to be so intentional about what we buy, especially as moms, because we don't have a lot of time. We don't have a lot of time to really think about buying things and also having that money factor on our side, because it's so much easier to spend money on your kids than it is yourself. So if you become really intentional about what you buy and knowing what you actually need in your wardrobe, it just eliminates the stress, but also really saves you money in the long run. 
Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people would uh, be very grateful to uh, then accept that, yeah, it's going to actually potentially cost less money yeah. because you're intentionally buying based on those gaps that you see and also that you can't, you know, maybe use just once uh, for that one time and, and things like that. Um, I did actually have a question um, from the Working Mama community from someone that actually asked, how can we effort, effortlessly make a chic mum look? I was actually recently at a play centre and this lady came up to me and she said, because I was carrying my second child who's also a boy, and she said, oh, you've got two boys. You, she said, you can tell because you're wearing more active wear and you can tell the girl mums because they were wearing a little bit nicer clothes. What? <laughs> and it was really interesting. I was like, oh, and you, were, you could actually look around and you could see the mums that had a boy that were in for leggings and a jumper and the girl mums had jeans and a nice jumper and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to stereotype, but she was right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is really funny. I don't know if I'd be offended by that. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, and I still to this day, I'm like, was she joking? Like, but I, it did change my mindset. I was like, yeah, I am running after a very active three-year-old. Well, but, that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I have two boys myself and then my little girl. I get where she's coming from, obviously, having two boys. You have a lot of running around <laughs> and um, keeping up to do. But to answer your question, when it comes to really just making a simple sort of mummy uniform, that that word gets tossed down around a lot. And, you know, it can a mummy uniform is usually just some active wear, something really comfortable, maybe jeans and a T-shirt. A really easy and simple way to just quickly elevate that. And it's something that I like to post on my Instagram a, a lot about because my my customer base goes crazy for it. They're like, oh, it's so simple. You know, when I show them just a few little tweaks of how you can make an outfit look better. Um, So something just really simple as tucking your shirt in, rolling up the cuff of your jeans, throwing on a jacket, just adding on that third layer sometimes just makes a whole entire outfit change. And accessories. Accessories are going to be your best friend when it comes to if you don't have that much time to think about the outfit, just throw on some fun accessories. So throwing on some jewelry, like literally jewelry can change an outfit so quickly as well. I love hats. Hats are something really fun. You know, throw it on over the hair you haven't washed washed in a month. <laughs> so accessories are a, a real game changer. And, you know, it could just be a fun pair of shoes like accessories can just be a simple and easy and affordable way to really change up your outfit that's so so useful and I love the term the mummy uniform but I know that definitely everyone would be uh, probably using it from time to time yeah and you've talked about the mad rush in the morning uh, with kids and how we have limited time but also then on the flip side about thinking being more intentional about what we're wearing and what outfits we're putting together. What are some ways that we can plan our outfits so we don't have that mad rush in the morning of, oh, I'm just going to wear the same, you know, leggings and a jumper that I wore yesterday. How can I mix it up? Well, there's two things that you can do that come to mind that I do myself and find very, very helpful, especially when you're very time poor in the morning is number one, planning your outfits prior to the day. So even doing a few days in advance can be really helpful. So sometimes I'll I'll, on a Sunday night, just get in my wardrobe and put together outfits for the next three days. So I look at my calendar, see what I've got coming up. You know, if you're going into an office and obviously, you know, you need to wear what you would wear into, into the office or, you know, maybe you work from home some days or you have to go see a client another day. Like you need to kind of know what you're doing that week and literally set it out. Um, so I put them on a hanger. I put the accessories I'm going to wear with it. I put the shoes underneath it. Like I have it all ready to go. You can iron or steam it the night before or, you know, get it all done because that will be such a time saver and also really helps that stressful feeling in the morning when you are like, I don't know what to wear and I want to change up what I'm wearing, but I don't have the time to think about it. So pre-planning can be a huge, huge one. And the next one, which I really love 
to teach women to do this is to create an outfit diary. So you can do this just in your phone or you can print it off, whichever you prefer. I just use my phone because it goes everywhere with me. Um, and when you put on an outfit that you look and feel really good in, in get yourself taking a photo of it. So um, something that, you know, a lot of women kind of shy away from is taking photos of themselves in the mirror or having their husband take a photo of them. But um, get photos of your outfits and start saving them. So you can create an album in your phone. And I just literally have mine created as outfits. And this is a really good way over time, especially if you start experimenting. And something that you can do actually is even if you want to get in your wardrobe one day, like set aside an hour on a Sunday or, you know, when you have more time and just get in your wardrobe and start mixing and matching and just making different outfits. And if you really like how something looks and take photos of it and then save them in your phone so that when you are in that time poor circumstance, like in the mornings and you want to try to wear something different because you're feeling a bit over what you've worn the last few days is you pull up those photos on your phone and you go, oh yeah, I remember wearing that, you know, three months ago, but I haven't put that combination together since then. And it's just a really good reminder for you to go through and actually see photos of yourself and actually have that as a reference guide. So it's something that I do. And when I feel like I'm a bit over what I've got in my wardrobe, instead of going and buying out, buying new clothes, which is what most people do, I literally just look through my phone and go, oh yeah, I tried that outfit combination that I forgot about. And I put it on because it's something that you just, you got to really get in your wardrobe and experiment with what you have and then document it. So that's where this outfit diary can come in really helpful. Oh, that's so useful. And uh, definitely when you're needing to lack inspiration. Yes. Um, and on clothes, I know that I've actually got quite a strong emotional attachment to some clothes or I always think, oh, there's that one moment that I may need, but I then don't actually wear that jumper maybe for another couple of years. Yeah. Should we just donate it and get that space and I guess that clutter out of our wardrobe? Definitely. Um, if I have a pretty harsh rule around this, but this may not suit everyone, is that if you haven't worn it in the last nine months, nine months to 12 months is probably a generous sort of leeway, is if you haven't worn it in that time, it's probably time to go. If you're on like a weight loss, you know, journey or really trying to get back into some clothes that maybe you haven't fit into a while, that's going to be a little bit of a different story but there's definitely no reason to have things in your wardrobe that you just don't see yourself ever wearing again and it really just it's a mental toll when you go into your wardrobe and you have things in there that you don't wear and you know you're not going to wear it oftentimes gives you a lot of anxiety and guilt because it's hanging there and you feel like you should be wearing it or for some reason, you know, maybe it's hanging there and you've been wanting to try to get back into that size, which is, you know, so common. So many women, especially after having babies, they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get back to that like pre-baby weight and I'm going to wear that pair of jeans that's been sitting there for two years. But all that's doing is just putting a huge mental toll on you and just making you feel guilty for maybe not reaching that goal weight. So if you're at that place where that's happening, I definitely recommend that you get rid of them. There are a lot of places that you can donate clothes. Um, Dress for Success is one that I really like to support because they give clothes to women um, who are getting back into the workforce. And oftentimes they're women of like domestic abuse or um, homelessness. So places like that where you can donate and actually feel good about where you're giving your clothes to rather than just the charity bin down the road where a lot of times they turn into rags. 
So it's being mindful about where you donate as well. And I think that it makes people feel a lot better than just chucking them to the side and feeling like they're wasting money um, by getting rid of their clothes. So definitely just like taking a moment to think about how is this hanging my closet? How is it making me feel? If it's not a positive thing, then it's definitely time to go. Yeah. A little bit of Marie Kondo. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's just, your your wardrobe and your wardrobe in your closet should be a place of happiness. It's somewhere that we start our day. Every single day we start in our wardrobes and <laughs> it should be somewhere that you feel really joyous to be in. To help you start the day confidently. Yeah. And as you've talked about before about the mummy uniform, how can we combine our walk uh, wardrobes that incorporate both our work life as well as our mum life? Are there ways that we can interchange them or have them separate? And I know definitely corporations and large corporates are probably getting more casualized in their dressing. They're less suits and things like that um, and not having to wear such corporate attire, which I know definitely making that mix between the mum and the work life can actually then help in that regard. Yeah, this is definitely something that's a little bit more of a personal preference because if you do like to keep your wardrobe in your your working wardrobe separate to your personal life wardrobe, that's totally fine if that's up to you. That's going to cost a little bit more money, obviously, because you're going to have things so much separate. A corporate business wardrobe is going to definitely be a lot harder to incorporate, for example, on a weekend. But it's also really important to remember that you need to focus on having the majority of the clothes that you wear more often, you should focus more on that. So that's really going back to the reference of making sure that you are building your wardrobe around what your lifestyle requires. So how many hours are you spending doing certain activities? So if you are at work a lot, which usually if you're in a corporate business office job, you are usually spending more hours there than you are at home. So it's really important that you build up a really versatile, functional work wardrobe that you can get a lot of wear out of and you feel good in. And then you can maybe build a smaller casual wardrobe that you wear when you're running around with the kids and having your weekends. When you have a little bit more of a casual wardrobe for work, so if you work from home or you work in an office that's more smart casual, then you can really interweave those two together a lot easier. So for example, you know, sometimes trousers are something that people could not imagine themselves wearing on a weekend. But these dressier pieces, and this is something that I just spoke to about my client with my client the other day as well, is she was saying that, you know, she's got these nicer like white v-neck singlet tops, but they're in a nicer fabric. And she's like, I just don't really know how to wear them casually. But I think that there's a bit of a hang-up around more dressier pieces. So like what I was saying, you know, a pair of trousers, you could wear a pair of trousers with a denim jacket and a white t-shirt and a pair of white runners. And it instantly just dresses the whole thing down, but it's a more elevated casual look, which I really prefer. I wear it myself and it actually looks really nice. So we kind of think that we need to reserve these nicer pieces for those certain environments, but you can actually dress them down really easily. So if you have those little bit nicer pieces that you feel like they can't interweave into your more casual wardrobe, you'd actually be surprised that they can. So it just comes down to really looking at your wardrobe, seeing what it needs, and then really having fun mixing and matching them together. Yeah, go outside, I guess, the norm of what you thought yeah. that you maybe even bought it for and uh, and see where you can go with it. Yeah. 
And are there anything else that you want to, any other hints, tips or anything else like that for, for working mums uh, in terms of their, their wardrobe and their personal style? And I know that you could talk for hours on this uh, and there's so many different topics that I even I know that we could go into a little rabbit warren, but unfortunately we're, we do have time limitations. But are there any other top tips that you'd love to share? Yeah, well, I think we we, we really um, sort of hit the nail on the head when it came to quite a few different topics, which is really good. My main, I guess, tip or point that I would love to just sort of nail in is that just do it for yourself. Like take the time, take the effort and just do it for yourself because I see too many women who just don't take that time for themselves and they let their wardrobes end up into this space where they literally hate getting dressed every single day and they've neglected it for years and years and they end up with so many things in there that they just don't wear and that's because we're not taking the time or the effort to think about the little things that we spoke about so you know dressing for your body shape, dressing for your personal style, thinking about what works for your lifestyle, really honing in on those basics, like those little things that are really, really important. And just honestly taking the time is got to be the most important thing out of all of this, because when we don't make that time for ourselves, we just fall further and further behind as time goes on. So I know you, we're almost at the end, but just on that. So if you're going to start to reevaluate your wardrobe, is it that you just take everything out and then put things back in that you only like, or how could we go through that evaluation? Yeah. A really good closet clear out is a, a really good place to start. And just literally, like you said, you can take everything out of your wardrobe, throw it all on your bed and force yourself to go through every single piece and really evaluate whether or not you need to have it in your wardrobe and trying things on and seeing things that we maybe forgot about that we've had in there for a few years. I have clients say all the time that they put something on and they're like, oh, this does fit or, oh, this has been sitting in there for a few years and I didn't realize that it actually looks nice on me. So a wardrobe clear out like that is a really, really good place to start because you can just see where you're at, really see what's in there, give yourself a bit of a plan of where to go and see what pieces are missing in your wardrobe and then clear out the stuff that you don't need. So that's a really, really good place to start. So people could get your uh, checklist and I'll put it into the show notes. They could use that as a bit of a, a mm-hmm. guide. What don't I have? And then when they go out shopping again, that they're then more intentional of, yes, I need that white T-shirt or stonewashed jeans or something like that because then they know what they've been through the off at the wardrobe clean out. And then when they're like, oh, this such and such is on special, they may not get dragged into that. Instead, they're shopping more intentionally. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. And honestly, the, the the checklist that's there is the exact same checklist that I take with me to my one-on-one clients. So we go through everything in their wardrobe, see what they have. I use the checklist as a reference and say, okay, you're missing these key pieces. And then we use that to then go shopping. And again, that just references back to that really intentional shopping when you have a really set out plan when you do go and you know what you need. It just eliminates you buying things that you don't need. And that's something that most people don't do. It's, you know, we, we make grocery lists when we go food shopping because we don't want to go in there, just go crazy and buy all this stuff that we don't need because we we're impulsive human beings. So, and it, 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 I could go down the whole path of, you know, buyer's um, distractions and, and the, the way consumerism really gets us into wanting to buy things, but trying to eliminate those distractions when you do go shopping by having a really intentional list just really will save you time. It'll save you money and it'll get you buying things that you actually need. And don't get sucked into probably some of those, uh, fast fashion items as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, Camry, it's been such a good chat. I've loved this and I could keep talking to you and I'm actually visualizing as well as we say this, what my wardrobe is. I know when I moved recently, I did do a bit of a clean out 
but even my husband would probably attest you could even go further but I'm also thinking no I need to go back and probably do another cleanse so I'm, well I'm- they're they're always it, it it's your wardrobe's never a finished product it's always evolving and you know something that I recommend even seasonally just getting in there and just clearing out a few pieces or just reevaluating where you're at. It's really something that I think we don't, women just don't put enough time and effort into when you should, because you get dressed every day. Yeah. And there's so much confidence for when you've got that great outfit, you feel like you're, you're absolutely nailing it. And, uh, and there's so much confidence is what we already spoke about that comes from having a good wardrobe and those those clothes that make you feel like a million bucks so it's rediscovering those so then if you are in other parts of your life not feeling as confident those clothes can also help you move the needle a little bit forward that's right yeah uh and just is there anything else so after this episode i think everyone could you know definitely first of all look at their body shape do probably a bit of a reflection on their style personality and look at their basics. That'd be some three key takeaways that I'd say from this episode. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Not really. I think we really uh, hit all the topics. So yeah, just honestly, if you need more help and you get overwhelmed, you know, of course I'm there for any help, but there are so many stylists there, you know, tons in Melbourne where you're at, tons in Sydney where I'm at. There's, I know multiple and um, we're very lucky in this day and age to be able to have access to virtual styling. It's a, a platform that I work with a lot of clients with and we're here to coach you. We're, we're, we're style coaches. That's our, our expertise and we love helping women. It's our favorite thing to do. And that's why we are in this industry and, and do what we do. So um, if you're ever scared, which most women are, most are very hesitant to reach out to a personal stylist because it is such a personal thing to reach out for. Um, don't be scared because we have handled many, many different women and every other personal stylist that I've ever met We are very nurturing and kind and caring personalities because that's what is required of this profession. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask for more help if that's what you need. Oh, that's so good and so helpful and reassuring as well if people were thinking about it. Now, Camry, what do you do to fill your cup? Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, I talk about self-care a lot. Obviously, you know, I make myself a priority because I practice what I preach. So, you know, I love my clothes. I love a good shopping day. I do that with one of my girlfriends. Every few months we schedule in a shopping day. So that's something that I love to do for myself. Um, But I've just little things that I've incorporated more recently because my kids are getting that little bit older that I have, you know, I can get away from them a little bit longer than I used to you know, something so simple, but just going to get a facial every single month. I've just told my uh, beauty therapist, like literally just book me in once a month and make sure that I come. (laughs) um, If I don't schedule it in, then I won't do it for myself. So I literally just tell her to just make the appointments on a certain day once um, a month and just make sure that I come in. And it's something that I really just take time for myself and it's super relaxing and I feel really good after I'm done. So just little things like that. Uh, that's so useful. And now, Cameron, where can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can head over to um, my website, which is camryhill.com. And the freebies there, it cl- comes up as soon as you open my website. So you can download that checklist. I love hanging out on Instagram. That's my sort of favorite place to be. So um, on Instagram, I'm Camry Hill Styling and I'm also on Facebook as well. So those are sort of the three little spots that you'll find me. And yeah, I'm always, my DMs are always open. I love chatting to women and answering questions. And I do a, a monthly style chat where I talk about different topics Um, in regards to fashion and styling so that's something that you can come over and have a look at so yeah that's me 
And uh, I also follow Camry and she definitely has some really good styling tips. And even the other day she was doing a reel about the mum wardrobe and how to dress it up and using Pinterest and things like that. So highly recommend uh, checking her out. So Camry, thank you so much uh, for the chat. It's been so useful. And I know that people can certainly walk away with from this with real confidence that they can really transform their wardrobe if they need to or even simplify it is what you said as well to help get you know really a lot more confident and that really starts from inside to really help the way that you are outside and externally so thank you so much it's been so useful and I know a lot of people are going to get so much out of this so again thank you so much and uh, best wishes for the future and everyone all the resources are all going to be in the show notes so thank you thank you thank you for listening to the working mama podcast subscribe to the podcast on itunes spotify or your favorite podcast catch-up i invite you also to join the working mama community on facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums please also feel free to contact me on any of the working mama social channels remember mama is m-u-m-m-a or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.